What's good, y'all? It's your boy OTR Mike, and I'm here to let you know that we were jacked. <laughs> That's right, man. The homie BTG. Y'all also know him as Baylor the Great, the host of BTG for President. Open run with BTG and a gang of other shows. Hopped in the jet. He flew to Baltimore, took over OTR Studios, and left us with a BTG takeover episode. That's right. The homie BTG took over Off the Record Podcast. Shout out to the brother BTG for blessing our platform with his amazing work. He is truly, truly one of the more talented creators in the game. I use the word creator because his creativity stems way past dropping podcasts and content in that regard. Check out his Baylorism merch, all custom made. Man, this dude is dope. The merch is dope. So again, man, shout out to the brother. I also wanted to say, man, today is Baylor's birthday, which is why we held this episode to drop it on his birthday as a salute to him for taking over our platform. So again, check out BTG for President, Open Run with BTG, and all of his other shows. We appreciate you, bro. Peace. Yo, 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 it's your boy BTG, the OTR takeover. Uh, yeah, so that means do not adjust your dial. Uh, you can adjust the volume. Turn this shit up. I'm, I'm, I apologize for using profanity. But turn this shit up, right? Uh, and I'm here to, you know, uh, I guess share some experience. You know what I mean? I don't have the answers, but I do have something to get off of my chest. and. By the way, shout out to OTR for this opportunity. Uh, I'm a friend. I'm not a part of the network, but I'm a friend of the network. And uh, I have a lot of respect for those guys and what they do and the content that they do bring to the podcast game, to the podcast community, to the podcast family. And I I must say, with the topic that I'm going to talk about um, today, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening to this, it's going to be called Foundation. That's what I'm going to label it. It's what I'm going to title it, Foundation. And I wanted to speak directly to the men. And it wouldn't be fair for me. And I don't have the answers. Again, I don't have the answers. All I have is answers. Um, <laughs> let me say that again. I don't have the answers. All I have is ex- experience. And hopefully, the experience will be the answer. So you can either repeat these answers or avoid these answers because uh there's going to be a lot of flaws there's going to be a lot of mishaps there's going to be a lot of misunderstandings there's going to be a lot of pain a lot of ptsd uh through this journey and i'm I'm going to cap it at probably 40 and you understand what i'm saying once i get towards the end but i do not want to leave the ladies left out of this but I think it would only be fair if I could nominate or elect a woman to speak on the lady's behalf. Um, you know, just basically a spinoff of this particular show. And if I had to pick someone, someone who has been killing the game since they came in, or at least since I found out about her, and that has to be Shan from uh, She Gets It Pod. 
And I will say, you know, if if the OTR gentleman just so happened to allow us to have another takeover, I would hope that it would be a spinoff of this show and that Shan would be the one to do it because I feel like her knowledge, her guidance, her thoughts, her creativity, her content in general, uh, it's very intriguing. It's also very... It's a lot to chew on. It's a lot to take home. A lot of leftovers when it comes to... When she starts to talk, you can get a lot. A lot of nutrients in it, too. So, uh, to the OTR family, just to let you know, uh, there will have to be a spinoff or a sequel to this particular episode uh, for the women. So, let's get to it. Um, First of all, I want to say shout out to all the men out there. Uh, and I'm, I want to speak to my black men. So no offense to any other race, but I have to talk to my brothers right now. And we're going to sit down, chill in the, in the living room, the dining room, outside in the back in the patio with the barbecue pit, whatever the case may be. If you, got, if you like cigars, crack that thing open. If you do edibles, if you smoke weed, you know what I'm saying, spark that thing up. We got dark liquor, we got light liquor, we got wine. We got some beer on there on the side. We chilling. You know, the pit is on. The outside fireplace is on. Uh, it's a mellow mood. You know, the tunes is on in the background. Definitely going to argue or have a debate about hip-hop. That's what we always do. Going to throw some sports in there. But right now, it's time for us to pull up a seat, take them shades off, take your hat off, and listen up. Starting from the age of... I would say a toddler to year 10, I want you to have fun. I want you to be a kid. I want you to play video games. I want you to, to run outside. I want you to go outside, climb gate, play tag. You know what I mean? Start the journey of building a friendship. Um, I, want you, I also want you to do this thing. I want you to take great pride. I'm talking about great pride in your role models. And don't get me wrong. Your role, some of your role models later on down the line will be alive. They will, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say turn their back on you, but you're going to realize that a lot of people that you're interested in, that you see on TV, that you might hear on the radio, uh, you know, celebrities, athletes, etc., they're human beings as well. They make a lot of mistakes, and I want you to understand that. You also have to embrace your parents a little bit more. And I mean, it's going to, it's you at that age, you know what I mean? Somewhere between, you know, I honestly starting at like three or four, your memory starts to kick in, you know, so you, you're, you're definitely going to remember, you know, going to Disneyland when you was a kid, going to the movies, to the drive-in and seeing Batman for the first time. You know what I mean? Um, you're going to remember certain birthdays, certain toys, and I want you to keep that. Also, I want you to know the difference, the different love that comes from both of your parents. You know, for some of us, if not most of us, we probably come from a broken household where we're with the mom. You know what I mean? Dad might be in the picture, might be a weekend dad every now and then. He may be the discipline type, you know, or he may not be there at all. He might be absent. 
But whichever parent you have in that household, embrace them. That's going to be part of your guidance. And as a male, you want to look for positive male role models that you can come in contact with, teachers, coaches, you know. Um, at the same time, you don't want to put too much stock into people that's not in your household and that you don't see all the time. Because, again, you only see them for certain hours, certain times of the day, maybe certain events. So you really don't know who that character is. At the same time, you want to look at the positive traits uh, that they do have. You know what I mean? Also, if you do come from a broken household, understand that your mom is going through a lot. She might seem like she wears a cape and she can solve all the questions. She knows the answers when you get sick. She just so happened to have the money to get all the things that's on your list. And maybe she might be in a position where she can't, but as long as she can help provide or as long as she can provide for you, you need to understand that's the most important thing is taking care of a child. Because fast forward, when you get to be an adult, you'll understand that the first thing that you want to be able to do is just take care of your family. So I understand that at four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or 10, you might not understand that because you're a kid. And I want you to be busy being a kid. And that's going out and trying to learn and understand life and having a lot of joy, you know, because this is where, this is where some of your, this is where some of your, I would say, permanent hobbies can start. Now, moving along between the ages of 11 and 18. It's about to get rough here, fellas. It's about to get rough. We're going into middle school and into high school. You know, there's a thing called having a crush. There's going to be girls that you're going to be interested in that you probably feel like is out of your league. You're also going to be dealing with a lot of cats, a lot of new cats that you never seen before because y'all didn't go to the same elementary school. You're going to be dealing with games. You know what I mean? You're going to be dealing with house parties. You know? I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have to go to every house party. You don't. And as soon as you feel like there's trouble, leave. You'll always get the story, you know what I'm saying, come Monday. Nine times out of ten, that house party is going to be on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And again, I know you want to be involved in everything because it's the cool thing to do. Your friends are going to be out. They're going to, they're going to come knocking on the door. You're going to most likely sleep from, you probably go to bed at about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Depending on which generation you're a part of, video games is definitely involved. So you're going to be up playing Super Mario all night, Madden all night, you know what I mean? <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, all kind of shit. All the way down to uh, whatever the fuck that they're playing nowadays, Call of Duty, you know, Fortnite, all night until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And then you probably won't wake up until 12, 1 in the afternoon, go play basketball, football, you know, sideline pop, throw up, tackle. Um, you're going to have girls calling the house. You're going to be calling girls. You have to be mindful of the parents on the other end. At this age, they are, first of all, we're an adult. We've been there before. So we know what we're calling for. You know, you're going to have those two to three hour long, long talks when your feet is on top of the wall. You know, your little brother 
or whatever sibling that you have is going to come in the room from time to time. You might even use them for extra points. You're going to record, you know, or well, again, we don't know which generation we're talking about, but I'm just mixing it because we all need this message, this message, the past, the present and the future. Music is going to be heavy. Again, you're going to be talking to girls. You got to be careful. They will develop faster than you, fellas. After every summer you come back from vacation, they will definitely be definitely be more developed mentally and physically. At the same time, um, you'll have new friends. You never know. You know, in between the time you was in elementary and middle school, you probably moved once or twice. Let alone going to another high school. Some of us didn't have the opportunity I, I did myself but some other people didn't have the opportunity to just play out their whole high school career at one high school you know because of mom getting a new job or their parents relocating whatever the case may be you had to go to multiple schools you know you got to start talking about safe sex at that point as well because it really don't matter which generation you was a part of which decade you was a part of once you hit middle school, that's when them hormones start to kick in a little bit. Probably into porn. Probably watching your big brother, your older brother, your older cousin, your uncle. Somebody got a stash. You know what I mean? Again, depending on which area you're a part of, it's going to be the VHS, going to be the DVD, or, you know, you got a smartphone. We already know what it is. Porn is free. Be careful. You know what I mean? Safe sex needs to be talked about, not just looked at. You know, and that's Telling you right now, if you're trying to get any sex pointers, it's not going to come from porn. All this shit is scripted. I'm sorry to break the news to you, but wrestling isn't the only thing that's fake. Porn is too. (sighs) Moving along. And before I move along again, I need you to, again, between the ages of three, four to 10, I need you to embrace your parents. From 11 to 18, I need you to trust your parents, right? So moving along from 11 to 18 to 19 to year 25, you're a young adult. We're talking about college years, you know, which degree you're going to pick, financial aid problems, academic probation. You're going to be part of a frat. You see what I'm saying? Now you're stepping into a whole totally different world. You're talking about girls to times 50. Depending on which university you go to, you're going to stay home and go to the, lake, uh, to the local state school or the, lake, or, the, or the local university school. In order to get those, you got to maintain a GPA, a, a, a solid one too, depending on where you want to go. I mean, we can keep it here in my backyard, UCLA, USC. You know, a lot of a lot of cats went to uh, Cal State Northridge, went to Cal State Dominguez, went to Cal State L.A., Cal State Fullerton. And even and, and most of us ended up going to J.C.'s to get to that point. Shout out to El Camino. Shout out to Trade Tech. <clears throat> Shout out to uh, L.A. City. You know. So it's going to be a lot of parties. The house party is going to move to clubs and lounges. You're going to be drinking a lot of liquor. You're going to be spending a lot of money trying to get in. You probably try to hurry up and get to the club before 10 o'clock to get in for free. Or, you know, you sign up, put your name on a list. You might know a party promoter. You know what I mean? 
most popular promoter we had out here. His name was Johnny. There was another cat too named Marcus. Marcus with the braids. I ain't forgot. Top cats out here. Yeah, if your name was on the list, you got it for free. Got patted down. Couldn't wear certain shirts. Couldn't wear graphic shirts. Couldn't wear a hat. You know what I'm saying? Everything had to be casual because we had fights. We had games. You got to worry about that. It's going to be a lot of heartbreak between the ages of 18 and 25, brother. A lot. Going to have a lot of part-time jobs. Probably working at Target, Walmart, Enterprise, car rentals. You know? They hire athletes. What you want to do is focus on your academics. The faster you can get into college and the faster you can get out. But you're going to have to balance that because college is the party life. This is where you're trying to find out who you really are. You're going to lose a lot of middle school friends going on, going to high school. You're going to lose a lot of high school friends going on to college. You're going to gain new friends. You're going to see and come in contact with a lot of different people from different states, different cities, and different countries. It's a lot. Depending on if you want to play sports or not. Now you got to maintain a playbook and your GPA to stay on there. Study hall. Again, let's get back to financial aid. Grants. The whole nine. Don't forget to get up and go take that test. You're not going to be able to go to every party, bro. You're not. And if you do make it to every party, most likely your grades are slipping. That's where academic probation come in. They kick you out of school and you go to a JC, make those grades up to get back in. Watch out for the club fights. You're going to lose a lot of homies between middle school and college. And not just them going different ways and having different goals or going to different schools or just having a different way in life. They're going to end up losing their life. You're going to have some homies that didn't pursue school after, after middle school and high school. Cats are still going to be on the block. Cats are going to recognize you. They're either still going to be cool with you or they're going to envy you. Point blank. There is no in-between. And the streets is cold. I can get to the heartbreaks. By the time you get to be a junior or a senior in college, you really got to know what your major is at that point. I mean, they don't have it now, but back in the day, cats had a hard time getting past that prereqs. Oh, the math classes was fucking them up. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. You know, make sure you pick the right degree. Because I can almost, I can tell you this. You're not going to really figure out what you want to do until after college. Nine times out of ten, you're going to have a degree, and you won't even exercise it. You know, my wife is a social worker trying to take care of these goddamn kids, and her degree is in marketing. So, just a little hint, before you even graduate from high school, just know you have hobbies. And think about those hobbies and think if those hobbies are profitable. And if they are, then that's how you go and look for a degree that's somewhere in that same field as the hobbies or something around it. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to teach you anything other than ownership. 
You can be an entrepreneur as well. But I want you to be a businessman. I want you to enjoy life, but I want you to be a businessman. And the main business that I want you to be a part of is from your hobbies. And if your hobbies tie into some of those degrees, it'll be a little bit easier for you to get through school. Instead of you being unsure of what degree you really want. And don't go after the easiest degree. Because again, the purpose of getting a degree is for you to get a certain uh, paycheck. Nothing less than what that degree desires. And also, the purpose of you going to get that degree is to be in a field that you feel comfortable with. You're not going to get more comfortable than going to work or having a career or opening up your own business based off the hobbies you grew up off of. Tell me I'm lying. You can't. because You're not born yet. (laughs) You're not born yet. You're almost there, though. After 25, we're heading to 26. Between the ages of 26 and 32. At this point, you got a full-time job, buddy. You done been through a couple of women. You done broke a couple of hearts. You had your heart broken. Most likely, you probably have a kid or two. Let's just say you're anywhere between having no kids and three kids. Now, depending on how many kids you have or if you don't have kids, will determine how stressed out you are and where you're at as far as your financial I would say your financial state. <sighs> Credit scores, bills, student loans, all this shit wrapped into one. You definitely got to pay that shit back. Unless Sally Mae comes to your door personally and say, yo, I'm not tripping off of that. You can keep that. I know you can't pay it back right now. At the same time, this is what you have to deal with. Between the ages of 26 and 32, brother, you're just going to be rough. Because what what I haven't brought up yet, well, I probably brought it up in the beginning, but what you've been dealing with since the time I started talking to you, all the way up until now, you've dealt with a lot of trauma, a lot of PTSD. You lost a lot of childhood friends. You lost some family members. Don't be one of those kids that's lost one of their parents. That's one of your safety nets or both of your safety nets. Gone. I I lost my mom in 2008. I lost my dad three years later. There is no safety net there. I cannot go go to my dad today and ask for some advice. I cannot go to my mom for that original, authentic nurturing. Can't. They're both gone. And... I want you to not only embrace, not only trust, but I want you to tell your parents you appreciate them at 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 years old. You tell them, I appreciate you on my journey, and I'm glad you're still here. And if they're not there, you talk to them however. Whatever pleases you, however pleases you. I buried my mom in 2008, and I never went back to the gravesite. That was, I, I never wanted to go back. But, you know, I do acknowledge my mom. Shout out to my wife. She acknowledges. 
She acknowledges my mom by getting some balloons, getting a cake. Every year I get emotional. October 26th, that's my mom's birthday. I get emotional. I still get emotional to this day. And I should have told you between the ages of 19 and 25, between 26 and 32, hell, between 11 and 18, it's okay to cry. Like, it's okay to cry, not just in, 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 in privacy. You know, sometimes I have to get that skin-to-skin contact with my wife. I press my face up against her face. But you don't have to wait to become a husband or in a serious relationship as an adult. You want to start this early because that trauma and that PTSD is going to start early. So you want to get on that now or else you'll end up like me, pulling to the side of the road, crying for two to three minutes, taking a deep breath, balling up in bed on October 26th. See what I'm saying? Not to mention the women that you had previous relations with, uh, relationships with that you no longer get away with. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you got a baby mama. I know, I understand shit happens. And sometimes this shit won't be on you. It'll be on them. At the same time, you want to be careful. Everything negative adds to your trauma, adds to your PTSD. It's all a part of you, though. It's your life. You can control it. Just be careful on who you allow to come into your life to help with the controlling or altering your emotions. It's a cold game out there, man. It's a cold game. Because now when you turn 33, and I'm talking to my 33 to 40-year-old cats, it's shutdown time. It's shutdown time. You know, just like back in high school when you went to go get a physical, now you got to go get a physical, except this ain't, this ain't for no basketball team. It's not for no football team. This is not for you to go out and play baseball in high school or to play on a traveling basketball team. You're going to get a physical to get the checkup. And you're going to get the checkup to check your health. Why are we checking our health? Because we got to be here for our family. At 33, between 33 and 40, taking care of my family. I'm trying to manage my PTSD because I'm the protector. And in some cases, I'm the breadwinner. In other cases, I'm half of the breadwinning in the family. But ultimately, no matter what, no matter what it is, I have to protect that family. Don't forget your hobbies. Trust your friendships, your real friendships. You're going to lose a lot of friends. You're going to deal with temptation. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, you deal with temptation all your life. Since you was a kid, you dealt with temptation. Whether or not you wanted to actually steal that piece of candy. You wanted to eat some sweets knowing damn well you wasn't supposed to have any until after dinner. It's temptations everywhere. As an adult, you get into a serious relationship. You got kids already. You get married. Temptation is right around the corner, my brother. That's something else that's added on to the list that you're going to have to deal with. You can't avoid it either. I don't think I've ever any. I don't think I've ever met anybody, especially men, that hasn't dealt with some type of temptation. 
And in this lifetime, my brother, it's everywhere. From the time you open up your phone to the time you, right before you walk in that door to your house. That's your safe haven, by the way. But that temptation can come from work. It can just come from being in public in general. It can come from, you know, podcasting. It can come from a lot of different areas, a lot of different fields, and you got to be ready for that because not you're not only taking care of a family, you're taking care of the foundation of an empire. And with some of us, it's one slip up. Sometimes the Lord and your wife and your girlfriend and your spouse will give you, your partner will give you multiple chances. Sometimes they don't. You don't want to roll that dice. You don't. At the same time, we're all human. I'm just letting you know how serious temptation is. I'm not telling you not to fall for it because you're going to be in a position where the temptation is going to be too strong. And that's when you're going to find out if your mind is stronger than the temptation. Just know the consequences will always be there, whether or not if you get caught. Because you got to live with that for the rest of your life. You may not understand that because you're not born. But I got to stop right there. I can't go past 40. I'm only 37 years old. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you this content from a 37-year-old point of view. The shit that I went through. I've been shot at. I've been chased out of house parties since middle school. I've been to sleepovers in high school where cats was having sex. I'm not saying that I was a part of it, but I was definitely there. I've dealt with the gang violence. I've avoided a lot of it. I lost friends in middle school. I lost friends in high school. People died while I was in college. People are still dying. Again, I lost both of my parents. I'm giving you the journey, and I'm telling you how I dealt with it. But I'm also telling you there's certain things that you can't avoid that you don't have to deal with. You just got to manage yourself. But knowing where you're at in life, you want to do you want to do what needs to be done in that time period. Again, as a child, I just want you to have fun. You know, you only been in the world for 4 years. You only been in the world for 7 years. You're going on year 9, year 10. Have fun. That means you only been in the world 10 years or less. You're new. You don't know what a lot of shit is. And you don't need to know what everything is because you're a child. You won't be able to process all that shit. But once you get to middle school, just understand that there's going to be a feeling inside your body. You're going to start having interest in the opposite sex and or the same sex. You're going to come across some adult content in middle school and high school. You're going to start to learn a lot more as you get older. You're going to have interest in other humans. Just know that nothing is personal, and you might not even have the relationship that long. And once you get to college, just know in order for you to get to college, you definitely, and I mean you definitely, have to maintain a great GPA. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a motherfucking scholar out this bitch. But you got to understand that's your schoolwork, your homework, extra credit, whatever whatever you can do to make sure you tell these colleges, look, 
I made max effort. You know what I mean? I did what I had to do. I'm applying for this college. Just know when you go to any college, you're going to get the experience. Whether you go out of state, you stay in state, state school, JC, doesn't matter. You're in a whole totally new world. And if your parents are alive and able to pay for that, appreciate them. Because you could be at home looking for a full-time job, missing out on the college experience. And don't get me wrong, college isn't for everybody. I need you to keep that in the back of your head. And why are you keeping that in the back of your head? Also, in the back of your head that you need to bring in front of your head is HBCUs. Even though I want you to be able to talk to people from different parts of the country, different races, etc., I want you to get in tune with your people. I want you to apply to HBCUs. I want you to apply everywhere. So, so you cannot have your hopes up just on one or two colleges that are universities that you want to go to. Rather than, um, I'd rather you have, I'd rather you get accepted into universities that you didn't care for or that you didn't even know about so you can have options. Because at the end of the day, you're not the only child with a dream. Everybody wants to go to UCLA. Everybody wants to go to Duke. Everybody wants to go to, to Kentucky. Everybody wants to go to Florida. Everybody wants to go to a prestige university, especially if they play sports. Think about Howard. Think about it. Think about those HBCUs. Because after that, we got to see what that degree talking about. We got to see what relationships you built in college during that time period. Understanding if you kept in contact with people that were serious about their business too, that were serious about their schooling. Because now you're really in the real world. There's no more units for you to tackle. Not at all. Now it's time for you to put up or shut up. I, it's, it's cool to move back home and you don't have to leave immediately. This whole time I told you about college, I want you to experience the world. But if you went to an in-state or in, you know, in-state university, state school, or JC, don't be ashamed to stay at home. Save some of that money. But if you do have the opportunity of moving out of state and going to a, a different state, a different city, a different country, take advantage of that. Explore the world. But if it's too hard, always come back home. Always come back home. And appreciate your parents. Thank your parents. Because if they wasn't there, you wouldn't have a nest to go back to. At least not that nest. Make sure you have a, a solid role cast. I, I wouldn't say role. I would say just make sure you have a solid background. Even if your parents isn't there, make sure you have some friends that's considered family. Aunts, uncles, grannies, grandpas, whatever, cousins. As long as they're supporting your dream and helping you out on the, on the way through this journey, that's cool because once you hit that adult stage between 26 and 32, where are you going to be at? Would you be on the right track or would you have two kids, two, three kids with two or three baby mamas? You don't want to know what child support is. You just want to be there to support your kids. So at this time, bro, I got to cap out at 40. I'm three years away from it. And I know right now I have to go to doctor's visits that I'm not normally used to doing. I got to make sure I get home. I got to make sure I get to work safely. 
Got to make sure I take care of my kids. And I got to scratch back because everything that I told you to avoid and everything that I told you to capitalize, I wasn't able to do. So now I'm scratching back. Most importantly, while you doing all that, you got to find your peace. At one point, you're going to get to a level in life where, yeah, you got to take care of your family. You got to have family time, precious quality time. But you also need time to yourself. Whether that's playing video games, playing basketball, doing a podcast, chilling with the bros. Or just sitting in your space, listening to music, quiet, listening to nothing, taking a drive, taking a walk, going to the movies by yourself. I always say this to the married people, make sure you date your wife. That's a key. (laughs) Major key alert. Date your wife. But not only that, date yourself. Go out there and spend money on yourself. Go out there and take care of yourself. Self-care. Black men, we all need that. We all need some self-care. We need love. Don't get me wrong, but we need to take care of ourselves too. Probably wouldn't understand that because you're not born yet. But when you do get this message, hopefully you understand. So in closing, like I said, I can only cap out at 40 because I'm on my way to 40. You know, um, 37, I turned 38 uh, this year, December 23rd, a couple of weeks away. And uh, yeah, yeah, every birthday, every birthday starts to mean a little bit more every year. Then birthdays turn into fun. You expect it. And then when you get to a certain age, it's a milestone. You know, because some of us, where we came from, we wasn't supposed to reach the age of 18 or 21. And now you fast forward, now you got to worry about raising your kids and taking care of yourself. And part of raising your kids is taking care of yourself. So we're here. I want my I want my men to grow up. I want us to be better. I want us to be stronger. I want us to be smarter. I want us to express ourselves a little bit more. If you got to cry, do it. You're not weak. You're not weak at all. And, and I can tell the ones who try to hide it or try to avoid it the most is probably the ones that's in the most pain. Let it out because from time to time, honestly, your body will squeeze it out of you. There's nothing you can do. Sometimes it's just waiting on that trigger. Sometimes it's a hug, and it just squeezes out. I cried a lot this year. (laughs) From January all the way to now, I cried like a baby when Kobe Bryant passed away. I cried when we lost Chadwick, you know? And I I don't put too much, I don't, I don't put a lot of investment into celebrities or athletes or entertainers but I do look at them as humans I do look at them as two black leaders in our community and we lost them and that's why I cry I don't cry because I lost one of my favorite basketball players 
I don't cry because I lost one of my favorite actors. I, I cry because I lost inspiration. I lost someone who looked like me, who was teaching me, who was older than me, who was setting the rest of the chapters as we were going. Now their chapters have stopped. So we got to continue to do it. Before we're out of here. And with that being said, again, I can only speak for the guys and I can only speak up to 40. And I'm in, and technically I can't speak for year 38, uh, 38, 39 and 48 because I'm not there, but I'm on my way. And by the grace of God, I need another 37 years on this planet. Because I want to see I want to see my seeds grow. And I'm not just talking about my personal family. I'm talking about everybody else. And again, we need we need the lady. We need the woman version. We need the mother version. So again, I elect Shan because I feel like I know. I don't even feel like I know she would not only carry the torch and and make her episode better than this one. She was spark. She gonna set that shit on fire. So Shan, if you're listening to this, you know what to do. I'm signing out. Uh, again, this is the OTR off the record takeover by your boy BTG. BTG for President Podcast. Open room with BTG Podcast. A part of the Rare Science Network. Uh, again, you can find me on all social media platforms at Baylor the Great. You can find Quan at OTR Quan. You can find Brandon at OTR Brandon. Uh, Mike at OTR underscore Mike. And then you can find Alex at Alex Holling. And he also is the host of the Lakers Central 365 podcast. That's one thing that we have in common. So he's a brother. Uh, we're both Lakers fans. And um, that's it. I'm signing out. And I want to again, I want to thank the OTR brothers for allowing me to take over the podcast. Uh, I'll always be available. I salute those guys. Don't be afraid to tell people that you love them if they deserve to be.